If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet PlushCare, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Cluster B personality disorders are characterized by dramatic, overly emotional, and unpredictable thoughts and behavior. From Ars Longa Media, this is Cluster B, scientifically informed, expert insights into the four Cluster B personality types, antisocial, borderline, narcissistic, and histrionic personality disorder. Here's today's host, Dr. Todd Grande. Hello, this is Dr. Grande. Today's question asks if I can identify some of the beliefs and thoughts that drive or are associated with borderline personality disorder. So I answer this question by looking at 10 borderline behaviors and the thoughts that cause them. This question about borderline personality behaviors, I think, is really getting at this idea that when people behave in a certain way, to some extent, that's driven by or associated with beliefs and thoughts. And that's actually one of the core principles that we see in cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT. Beliefs combine with stress, and this leads to thoughts, and then thoughts lead to behaviors. So one technique we see in CBT is to try to identify those beliefs and thoughts. This helps us to change the thoughts so that we can change the behavior. So this exercise of decoding behaviors is actually part of CBT. Now, borderline personality disorder, which I'll call BPD, has some similarities and differences when compared to narcissistic personality disorder, which I'll call NPD. I've recorded a few videos on the thoughts behind NPD, so I thought it'd be good to kind of give a comparison here. So with both disorders, we really see a lack of insight. So that'll be evident when looking at these thoughts and behaviors. NPD has an association with deception. Borderline personality disorder really doesn't. Now, anybody, regardless of their personality, can tell a lie. But again, deception is not considered to be a characteristic of BPD. Now, the thoughts of somebody with BPD are going to be congruent with the behaviors. The behavior makes sense in light of the thoughts, but the thoughts are going to be distorted, just as the behaviors are often counterproductive. Distorted thinking translates into disordered behavior. This conversion from thoughts to behavior can occur both intentionally and unintentionally, but either way, this has terrible consequences for the person who has the disorder and potentially for people who are exposed to some of the more extreme behaviors. Sometimes different personality pathology can lead to the same behavior, but for different reasons. We see there are different purposes for engaging in behaviors. Therefore, to provide a little bit of perspective across personality pathology, when I go through each of the behaviors and talk about the borderline personality disorder thoughts that are associated with them, I'm also going to look at another thought from another personality disorder that could lead to the same behavior. A couple of important things before I get into this list. When I use the word thought, in this context, it could also be a belief, attitude, 
or expectation. It's just easier to say thought. And just to keep this presentation orderly, my examples will presume that the individual with BPD and the romantic partner are married. This way I can use the term wife or husband to mean the person with the disorder instead of saying a person with borderline personality disorder each time, right? So again, just for expediency. For the first five examples, the wife will have BPD, and for the last five, the husband will have BPD. So starting with behavior number one, this is idealizing a romantic partner. So the wife thinks that the husband is the greatest person ever. Of course, this is very common with BPD. So what could be the thoughts here? Well, the first one, you are my one true love, right? So they're really kind of focusing on that person. The wife is focusing on the husband as her one true love. Next thought, you are the one that's going to save me from myself, right? That's a fairly popular thought. And the last one, I can now finally have true happiness and not feel empty. And we know a chronic feeling of emptiness, of course, is part of borderline personality disorder. So now looking at dependent personality disorder, a thought that might lead to the same behavior from this personality disorder. If I idealize you, you will be more likely to support me, right? So basically, this is just a mechanism to not lose support from the perspective of dependent personality disorder. Moving to behavior number two, this is devaluing the romantic partner, right? So the first one was idealizing, then we see devaluing. So the wife believes that the husband is the worst person in the world. So again, this cycle, the love-hate cycle, fairly common with BPD. Now looking at the thoughts, I knew you were bad news from the start because nobody could be that perfect, right? So there's some irony here because the wife is the one that believed the husband was perfect in the first place, right? So the lack of insight here is evident. Next thought, I'm unlovable, so I find it highly suspicious that you really love me, right? I think this is pretty common with BPD. There's this disbelief that somebody could really love the individual from that individual's perspective, right? They just don't understand how somebody could love and connect with them and want to be with them. The last thought, I have a lot of rage that needs to be directed somewhere other than just toward myself, right? So this just kind of spreads out the suffering a bit. Now, looking at a thought from narcissistic personality disorder. Again, devaluing is the behavior. How dare he believe that he's worthy of being with me? So we see a bit of a different tone there, moving to NPD. Now, looking at behavior number three, after a breakup with her husband that definitely seems permanent, the wife declines an offer from a new love interest, like to go on a date, even though she's attracted to the new love interest. She indicates that the husband will be coming back someday. So again, we see this idea that the original husband was really the one. They were destined to be together. And even though they're not together and they won't ever be together again, the wife holds out hope and will not move forward romantically, even though she really does want to be in a romantic relationship. So the thoughts here. You could never be as good as him, right? So this is her talking to the person asking her out on a date. The next thought, my husband understood me like no one else can. And then the last thought, he must come back. And accepting an offer of a date means I'm admitting he's not going to come back. So this is really about what people want to believe versus what they need to believe. And this is one of those areas where the wife needs to believe it. And that's always the type of belief that's associated with a more profound lack of insight. So now looking at this from the perspective of avoidant personality disorder, I can't risk the pain of rejection from this new love interest, so I'd rather hold on to the fantasy that my husband is coming back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Moving to behavior number four, the wife attacks a romantic rival. So like maybe in a love triangle that forms and the wife attacks that other person. Now, this isn't an everyday thing we see with BPD, but I have seen this many times, right? This does happen when things get really heated and complicated in these relationships. So the thoughts here, this romantic rival is the reason why my husband left me. She is the problem, right? So even though the husband, of course, own some of that behavior, the wife is going to blame that romantic rival. Next thought, this attack proves that our love is real, right? So in a way, the wife being violent, the wife attacking in her mind is proving that her love is real, not just her love for the husband, but her husband's love for her. There's an intensity about relationships that involve borderline personality disorder, and that's really typified in this particular thought. The last thought, this is what she gets for messing with true love, right? So this is, again, kind of holding that relationship. It's really special, and everyone else is just in the way, and they need to get out of the way or they're going to get injured. So now moving to antisocial personality disorder. This love triangle and the subsequent attack is a good pretext for me to steal money from the romantic rival, right? So sometimes with antisocial, it's not so much about strong feelings of connectedness, but more trying to get something out of the actions, right? So instrumentality, wanting to gain something material from the actions. Now moving to behavior number five, this one's kind of wrapped up with the frantic efforts to avoid abandonment. We see this is one of the symptom criteria for BPD. And specifically here, I'm looking at excessive communication through texting. That's actually fairly common. That's a common manifestation of this symptom criterion. So the thoughts here, if I keep communicating with him constantly, he will know that I care, right? So this is an effort to make sure he understands how much he's loved. Second thought, if I don't keep communicating, he will believe that I've lost interest. So this is kind of like the opposite side of the coin. I have to keep communicating so he knows that I love him. And if I don't, he'll think that I don't love him. Third thought, I'm so scared of being rejected. I just don't know what else to do. So sometimes this type of communication just really comes out of anxiety, just not knowing how to secure the relationship. We see a profound sense of insecurity with BPD. Moving over to paranoid, I think he's having an affair, and if I keep communicating, he will know that I'm watching him, right? So again, kind of a different tone there from a paranoid perspective. Now moving to item number six, this is impulsive self-harm. This is moving over to the husband though, so the husband has BPD and the wife does not. And specifically here, I'm talking about behavior after a breakup. So the first thought, when she sees that I hurt myself, she will understand that she caused this and she'll come back, right? So again, we see lack of insight. Next thought, this will teach her and everybody else to take my demands seriously. So sometimes the behavior is simply to prove a point. 
the last thought, this will prove to her that I love her more than anyone else in the world. Right? So again, we see kind of a love communication style that is not appropriate or helpful. Now looking at this from the point of view of histrionic personality disorder, now I'm going to be the center of attention, right? So a little more straightforward with that particular personality disorder in terms of this behavior. So now looking at the seventh behavior, this one is related to affective instability, and this is how somebody makes sense and interprets their own emotional instability. So that's what I'm really getting at here with the seventh behavior. It's not the affective instability itself. It's how somebody makes sense of it. So the thoughts here, my feelings always point toward the truth, right? So this is something we see often with BPD. The husband believes that the feelings point to the truth. They are totally congruent with what's actually happening in the world. The next thought, my feelings are 100% justified. This is kind of similar to that first thought. Again, the feelings must have wisdom. They must speak about something that's true. So therefore, they would be justified. Last thought, I wish I didn't feel anything at all. So sometimes numbness is more desirable in these situations for the husband. And sometimes it's not. And we see people kind of go back and forth with BPD on that issue of feeling numb. So not feeling anything at all. Looking at this interpretation from the point of view of antisocial personality disorder, this display of unstable emotions will make people fear me. So in a way, they look at the back and forth between extreme emotional states as being potentially helpful to be feared and respected. Behavior number eight is anger. And we see this quite a bit with BPD. The first thought, I hurt so much and somebody else must be to blame, right? So the anger is a way of involving other people in one suffering. The second thought, my anger will make other people suffer and make them understand how much I'm hurting. So pretty similar here, a little bit more deliberate, like I want other people to suffer in order to comprehend my suffering. So not just the blame component, but the understanding component. And the third thought, others have always hated me and this is my revenge, right? So this one even more targeted. So somebody is lashing out in anger because they need to set the record straight. People are out to get them, people hate them, and they're simply reciprocating. So what about looking at anger from the perspective of obsessive compulsive personality disorder, OCPD? Maybe if people see that I'm angry, they'll do a better job with their work, right? So this kind of speaks to the productive nature we see with OCPD, a focus on efficiency, productivity, getting all the work done. Sometimes anger can be useful, at least in the mind of somebody with that disorder. Now looking at behavior number nine, this is counterattacking after being criticized. So this could include a display of anger, but it's really due to a specific criticism. The thoughts here, we are destined to be together, so it makes no sense to criticize me. So this is just really not understanding why criticism would happen when there's true love. Next thought, her criticism makes me feel ashamed, and that's too painful to let go without striking back. So we see here a clear overlap with vulnerable narcissism. The last thought, even though we were arguing, at least we were still communicating, right? So this is really getting at the idea that the communication sometimes in these relationships is not good, and the husband doesn't know how to get a conversation started that's productive, so sometimes responding to criticism at least starts the talking, right? Not a helpful way to think about it, but one that's actually fairly common. Looking at the same response to criticism from the perspective of narcissistic personality disorder, 
When she criticized me, she doubted my perfection, and I cannot let that go unanswered. Behavior number 10, being rejected by the wife, then stalking her, right? So looking at these thoughts, you have no right to leave. So kind of a sense of entitlement, which we usually associate with NPD, but we can see it with BPD sometimes as well. Next thought, I will not exist without you. And this really speaks to kind of a core component. I think this connects back to the chronic feeling of emptiness we see with BPD. Relationships kind of define the person's value, right? The husband anchors his value in that relationship. So losing it is beyond catastrophic. And the last thought, my love would not feel so powerful if it wasn't meant to be. So kind of a destiny component here we see wrapped up with the stalking behavior. Now looking at this from the point of view of antisocial personality disorder, this relationship is over when I say it's over, right? So kind of an aggressive and commanding dominant type component we see from antisocial as opposed to BPD. So there are some behaviors we see with BPD and some of the thoughts we might see that are behind those behaviors. For more content like this, check out Healthy Toxic, another podcast from Ars Longa Media, all about what makes or breaks relationships, including issues related to narcissism, narcissistic abuse, and how personality disorders affect relationships. Ars Longa, Vita Brevis. Learn more at ArsLonga.media. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.